welcome or welcome back to this week's episode of let's talk about that with tng i sorry if i sound weird or if it sounds like i have a list but that's because my retainers are in and i'm pretty sure that i recorded my retainers in before i just can't remember um you know what by this point it's not even worth mentioning my mood changes because yes my mood changes every single day every single week i believe every single hour i am a different person i'm like it's like whoever's playing sims with my body keeps on refreshing the tab you know that kind of situation like you talked to me a, a week ago oh oh i don't know what that was uh, i can't tell you that was my twin sister who died you know like she she needs to go to therapy and probably i'm gonna say the same thing about me right now but i just hope she's doing okay no she wasn't she was she was naive she was stupid whoever that was was waiting she was a patient gal yeah, you do not want to mess with me right now. Anyways, it's going to be a hella roller coaster of an episode. And I think that I say that every episode, but then are you surprised by the end of the episode? Was it a roller coaster? Remember to rate me 10 out of 10 because I am the Bush Guardians of your life. Because you're poor and tell me the last time you went to Disney. That's all I'm saying. No, the last time I went to Disney was also years ago. So we're on the same group here. So. Oof, I just, I want to drop so much tea right now. I am Britain right now i'm england i am the boston tea party i am that ocean i am filled with tea right now if you don't know what that is you didn't have mr crookshank as your teacher shout out mr crookshank i think he's like in dubai or something hope he's doing well even though he gave me his first he gave me my first failed grade in high school and i was like what is this but you know he was probably just confused mad had a bad day i don't know i like i feel like okay so something i've been doing recently is whenever something happens to me i tell as little amount of people as possible you know because i i don't know i feel that way like gossip doesn't spread new you get to be the one who tells the news to people and i feel like it's just better overall and and i think i've always been kind of a private person but there was a while there where i was ooh, i was a loose thread just sharing with my mouth open like there was no tomorrow and recently you know i've been i don't want to say bottling up because I feel like bottling up has like a negative connotation, but I've been keeping my fair share of things. And that just makes me want to tell them even more. Like the idea that there's only like, what, less than five people, literally there's less than five people, max, I think like three, I think I can count them with my fingers, that know what I'm enraged about. It blows your mind, doesn't it? It just blows your mind. And I could title this episode something and just ruin everybody's day everybody's gonna see that title and be like oh what is she going through you know but then do i want to do that no mm, kind of the rising leo in me who loves attention kind of just want to do that but but you know i'm not gonna do that because i am also non-confrontational and i am also very positive and i can also be very shady sometimes but that's okay that's okay i think that's a little bit of oversharing with the group here all i want to say is that okay today i went to school right and i did i have fun i rate the entire experience honestly like a four out of ten was it better than being at home debatable that's the thing debatable like i was there and i was bored most of the time you know and i was also i got anxiety when i was there and i and like why you know like why do something that gives you anxiety? Even though there's healthy types of anxiety. And, I, and I'm and i not even sure if that was even the healthy kind of anxiety. But I 
we watched a movie, right? Did I watch the movie? Not really. I just talked the entire night. And I think that it was good for my social interaction to meet other people and see other people. But then again, if I had not gone, I don't think I would have had FOMO. But it's like, I, you got to do things, you know? It's better to have gone and known that it was terrible than to not have gone at all. At least that's my motto. And I saw... Oh, first of all, I saw this guy. Oh, this tea I can share with anybody who cares to put an ear to it. I saw this guy. There's this guy out there. And I bet, I bet that if you live in San Pedro Sur Honduras and you have more than 10 followers on Instagram, this guy has talked to you before. This guy talks to everything and anything that can be labeled as a woman. Female dog, female lizard he's talking to it like sorry i said it he's talking to her i don't know i said it female lizard so that's why i got confused but i saw him and i was like no that can't be him and then i was like oh wait that is him and i hadn't seen him in years he slid into my dms so many times like beware beware girls there are there are some men out there that just like my best friend said once that if they were as dedicated as curing cancer, as they were talking to girls, the world would be free of cancer. Like, men sometimes have no chill. And are they even to blame? No, because girls have no chill many times too. I think of myself as a girl who has chill. But recently, at least today, I had no chill. I truly had no chill. You could ask, actually not everybody, or not anybody there. You could ask a handful of people and they'd be like, yeah, she had no chill today. Because it's just so bored. But like, what else are you supposed to do during summer, you know? I also can kind of have a kind of a cuff. Last week, my voice was worse. T- today, I have a better range in my voice, but I do have a cuff. So sometimes when I breathe very deeply, because I'm thinking, I kind of want to cuff. But I'm, of course, not going to cuff it to the mic, you know? I also wanted to, you know what? I took out my retainers. I, speaking with retainers on is just a whole different pain that I don't want to deal with. But I I was thinking about Ra, right? And I think I'll never, actually, do I even want to say that I'll never be able to forget the room number I was in? Because I feel like, that, you know, the word has power. And if you say something, it's kind of like you're manifesting it. You know, whatever you say gets put into the world. So into the universe. So do I want to manifest that? So I think about that a lot. You know, like my room number in Ra was 1506. And I feel like I won't be able to forget that for a long time. For, like, a long time. But I kind of do, in a sense. Like, I don't want to forget any part of the trip. And I don't want to say I I regret either because I feel like I don't regret anything. It's just that I feel like you can have negative feelings and still not regret them, you know? You can not regret being angry, not regret being sad because... To an extent, those feelings are useful, and it's better, and it, it's good to experience them. And my, my neighbors are having a party today, and I also think they got COVID tested today. Because I saw a woman in a, a full lab suit pull out of a car into their house. And they constantly party. They're playing a banger song, honestly. I, I was about to say Bat Bunny, but Bat Bunny said it's disgusting. Oh my god, I saw a guy today with a Bat Bunny hat. And he was like, oh my God, should I wear my hat backwards? And I'm like, don't, don't, 
don't you dare put your hat backwards. That just, no, 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 no. Another news, did you, did anybody hear about how the president wants to sell part of the country? Like, what's up with that? I don't know. I don't know. A friend slept over last night, right? Well, I love how all these sounds like different segments, but they're not different segments. It's just me jumping through thoughts. So a friend slept over yesterday. We stayed up, not that late, actually. Midnight, midnight's not that late. And I am sick. My mom was a little bit pissed about that. She was like, why are you staying up so late if you're sick? But, you know, YOLO, I guess. And the problem with my friend is she's very like, just do it. Who cares? Don't care what people think about you. And I wish I could be as reckless in that sense as her. But to an extent, I still have the toxic judgment from people in my brain, you know? And there's, I I feel like there's an extent in which, or like there's a point in which you would rather somebody be indifferent to you than to have a specific feeling towards you. I don't know if that makes sense. Like I'd rather somebody look at me and be like oh yeah yeah whoever that is then they'd be looking at me and be like oh let me tell you about that you know like and i think indifference is undervalued or at least indifference is not taught indifference is taught in an undervalued way and i was also talking to her how there comes a point in which kind of the bubble pops and you're like thrown into real world mentality And you notice how every person has problems. And I know know it sounds stupid. I know it sounds so stupid. But everybody you can think of has a problem. And the fact that we have problems is kind of what makes us humans. and, And it's kind of what makes us be able to be part of society and need each other, you know? But I feel like when we're little, we're we're like, oh yeah perfect families exist where there's a mom there's a dad or or maybe even there's just a mom or just a dad and the kids are completely fine and that doesn't bother them in any way shape or form and you're gonna be happy and i i feel like not even recently i think like within the couple within the past couple years i i finally kind of and i think it's kind of sad too i'm not gonna lie i do think it's it's sad it's it's it kind of shatters your heart to realize that every single person you see has thought of a problem that is meaningful to them in the past 24 hours. Not not just like my salad fell or blah, 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 but everybody carries kind of a weight on their shoulders, whether that be somebody died or a parent left or a kid left or their education doesn't work or they have a genetic disease or dysfunctional families, you know, sexual assault, all these problems, I kind of wish you could see them on top of people's heads so you could approach everybody differently and know their struggle. Maybe I'm getting too deep here, but think about that. If you haven't realized that, think about it. I I do want to dedicate a part of this episode to talk about relationships again. Do I care? No, I'm going to talk about it again. I have a different view now on men. Men? Significant others, I guess. My friend... Okay, I have a friend who confessed her love towards a guy. Or her, like, 
strong likeness. And he was like, yeah, I don't feel the same. And if we analyze the situation, it makes me think like her feelings are valid, right? She has every right to tell him that she likes him. And he has every right to tell her that he doesn't. Doesn't it? Like the the, the idea that there's only one person out there who's going to be your person or at least that's the way I see it. Like, I truly don't think there's several people who could be your people. Like, I think that there's only one person you can marry and grow old and die with. Like, I don't, I kind of don't believe in that thing. Like, if you get married and get divorced, they were still your person. Like, I feel like your person will never betray you. Your person will never leave you behind, you know? And humans are so unreliable, because everybody's a stranger before you meet them. So we have no guarantee that our person is our person. And that's so scary to me because it makes me want to close myself up. And it makes me want to deny all forms of appreciation from somebody that I could consider a future with in any way, shape, or form, you know? Like part of me is like don't trust anybody don't trust them because anything they could say could be a lie or anything they could say could be fake and ill-hearted and I bet that everybody has gone through this at some point you know in which you kind of open your eyes a little bit too much and then then you see behind the screen and you're like oh so this is this is what life holds, you know? And and I hear all these stories from other people, from podcasts, from YouTubers, from even movies, I guess. You see people who relationship after relationship after relationship and their heart gets broken or couples who get back together and break up and get back together and break up. And it all seems so beautifully chaotic, I guess. So perfectly I don't even want to say ruined but it's like you hear these stories and you're like oh that's so sad that they broke up again or it's so tragic that she actually loved him and he turned out to be a terrible person or that he actually loved her and she turned out to be a terrible person but it truly happens more times than not because I guess that's kind of the system of life like you're you're supposed to, I guess, fail in finding your significant other in order to build whoever you are to perfection to be able to fit the mold of your significant other. And I know I have years ahead of me. I have so much time to think about this, you know, and to analyze it and to create the person that I want to be when I meet my significant other. But you kind of wish it wasn't like that, you know? It's it's an ugly feeling. It's an ugly feeling. But it's a feeling we, we all should have, I, I, I believe. I believe that everybody should have it. I believe it teaches you life lessons. And, and as much as I wish I could be like, you know what? No, no, no. These feelings are necessary. What, what if we were happy all the time? Well, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter because that the what if doesn't exist. El hubiera no existed, like my sister once said, and I never, I never forgot about it, you know? It doesn't, perfect worlds are kind of a waste of time to think about because they're never going to exist. And even though they hope, 
they help the creation of of hopes and dreams they they create incredibly false hopes false hopes that we all fall for at some point do i feel wiser do i feel even more ready for whatever's to come in any in any stage or scope of life yes and i think i also like how my character reflects my values you know i and and i credited a lot on on me being asian i don't know if, if if it is about me being asian but i personally feel that it is about me being asian i feel like that side has allowed me to conceal my feelings in a very particular way but and and I told my friend this sometimes I feel as if I negate myself from feeling things you know whether that be a negative feeling or a positive feeling I I almost the coldness that I sometimes portray on the outside or like the the stiffness that I sometimes portray on the outside seeps into my real feelings the my genuine feelings and it, it it tells me that I shouldn't fully embody them I I there's a different word for this but I shouldn't experience them to the max you know but I don't know I I'm proud of myself I'm proud of myself I my body even though this might sound very superficial, but my body has looked better than it has ever looked before. And I don't know if it's because of my new gained confidence. You know, I don't work out more than I used to. I don't eat less than I used to. It's truly in the way that I, I dress, you know, like my favorite YouTuber says, it, it, you're sexy as is. Sexy is a, is, is a, it's a feeling. It's a state of mind. It's not, it's not a certain piece of clothing. It's not a certain pose. It's about knowing your angles and knowing who you are and knowing what makes you you, I guess. And today I also, I heard somebody say something about me. They were like, oh yeah, I I watch her TikToks and she doesn't come off as, as something specific, I don't know. And I was like, the way people perceive you must be also so interesting. Like sometimes I wish I could see myself in a third person just to see what other people see. Because when you communicate, it's not always what people perceive, you know? I, I was talking to my friend who stayed over and I was like, yeah, so-and-so has, so-and-so did this and this. And they were like, she was like, really? And I was like, it looks so shocking, right? You wouldn't expect it. And it, it's just something, I don't know, I think I noted, I, I think you should think about how, Whoever you're thinking about, as much as you think you believe you know who they are, they they aren't that person. They aren't the person that you think they are in your brain. And it I I it, again as I said before, like maybe these things don't don't require thought. Maybe they they're not even worthy of thought. But this is my rambling session, so I talk about whatever I want. And. I feel like the, the this podcast episode or the topics I touched upon in this podcast episode might come off in a specific way. And I, I just want to say that if I were to go on a trip again, I would do it all over again in a heartbeat. I would go to Roa right now. 
But I feel like a couple things took me by surprise. And if you actually know me, you know, I hate surprises, you know. I I like plans. And and maybe not even plans, but I I like even being able to expect the unexpected, you know. But being completely blindsided is not is I guess it's one of my worst nightmares. It's like one of the things I hate the most in my entire life. And there were so many, I think there were way too many moments in this trip. And if you know me, you know that when I get like angry or or sad or frustrated, when I'm disgusted by the situation I'm in, I get very icky, which means that I don't let people touch me. Like, especially if I'm mad at, like, if I'm mad at you specifically, I would not let you touch me at all. But I, I, it, it also reflects on my other friends. I'm like, I, I really don't want to be touched right now. And I feel like there were a couple moments during the trip and even afterwards in which I was like, I, I wish nobody would even look at me right now. Like, I, I don't really like the, what is it, the vibe that we've created in the studio today, whatever that TikTok said. So I would do it all over again. And this time, I would be even more open to expect the unexpected and to analyze situations with a, with a clear mind and a, and a third-person point of view Really, and, and as nerdy as this might sound, jot down pros and cons and push my feelings aside for a moment to clear the fog and look at the things that happen. And I feel like this even creates a new dilemma in my brain because, yes, as much as expect the unexpected sounds nice, how can you expect the unexpected, you know? And I think it's not, it's not particularly that, but it's more of like, see the unexpected, see whatever happens and be critical about it. Be true, be realistic. I think that's what happened. There was, there were moments in which I kind of floated away into this island, I guess, into this alter ego of mine who is very emotionally driven as much as it might not have looked like it, but if you were there with me and during the trip, but there were many moments in which I was heavily emotionally driven. And maybe I should get in touch, and maybe in those moments I would I would pop back in and be like, you need to get in touch with your the critical mind, with your I hate to call it my Asian side, but I'm so proud of it. So I guess my Asian side, you know, you have to get in touch with her who who looks at all points of view. And even though she loves to party and she loves to have fun, she will not just swing herself out into the wilderness and the unknown without knowing that there's a cushion there waiting for her just in case everything falls down and crashes and burns. Yeah. To end off, I'd like to say that life recently has not been what I expected in both a positive and a negative way. My trip to Roa was so much better than I could have ever imagined. It made me so happy. Dopamine all the time around my brain just buzzing. I forgot of all my worries. I forgot about, I forgot that I had to get my US visa. Like I forgot completely about my cat. I forgot about the homework and working and college and even though college is is something exciting you know it's something big it's something 
so important that's going to prepare me for the future it's scary it's and it's going to be stressful and i imagine it's going to have a lot of panic attacks and anxiety and i i kind of dread that i think i'm i wish i i could take those away from it but i just don't know what it's going to be like and it's going to be so long too it's like it's like even though i bet it's going to be one of the best it's going to be some of the best years of my life I kind of don't want to live in them anymore because I kind of don't want to live in them sometimes because they scare me so much. Like when if I overthink them, it truly they don't they truly don't take me to a great place, you know. And I guess that's why vacations are vacations, you know. They're they're these momentary points in your life in which you're constantly disassociating. At least at least that's what I feel like like i noticed that one of the best ways to treat my anxiety when i'm having a uh, spontaneous anxiety is disassociating and i don't know how healthy that is but today when i had anxiety at school i i was like you should just disassociate i i told myself i was like you should just start disassociating right now but i feel like something that comes with disassociating is also like a lack of shame when i disassociate i kind of because of the fact that I kind of, I guess, like, lose control or not not even that. I kind of, I feel like my limbs are falling apart, you know? I feel like when I disassociate, it's like as if all thoughts just floated away in a cloud of smoke. Specifically, vape smoke. Because vape smoke, I've noticed, is very, it's pretty outlines. It's, I've seen it a lot recently. I don't know where that even came from, but if like, if if that's how I could describe disassociating in an abstract manner, that's how I would describe it. You know, like a moment you're there and then you concentrate for just a few seconds, just a few minutes, and suddenly you're dancing, you're smiling, and you don't, you can't even really think of why you're smiling, or or you're just staring at the void. And what's that? There's a TikTok sound that's like, pretty boy, no thoughts, and that's what disassociating feels like. I had a friend tell me that I'm kind of describing what being drunk feels like. And if that's what being drunk feels like, then that's exactly why they call it liquid courage, you know? I I could understand how somebody who has problems or genuinely needs liquid courage would just drink. Because I feel like I had to learn to disassociate too, you know, it wasn't... I used to do it unconsciously, like like it would just happen naturally when I was, I guess, too anxious. It, when I would tell myself to like relax, TNG, relax, like don't think about that, I I would start to disassociate. It, it wasn't that the anxiety was leaving me. It's kind of like I was pushing it aside, you know. It's not like the campfire was burning out. It's I was throwing a bucket of water on top of the campfire, so the campfire would instantly disappear. I don't know, but I'm also very, I'm very, I really like thinking about the mind and how your brain works and lucid dreaming and all that thing. I wish I could do those things, you know. Anyways, I hope you guys are having a great day, a great week, and I'm going to tune in next next week, I guess. The end. <laughs>